and welcome back to another episode of The Blue, the self-proclaimed chillest podcast you've never heard of. I'm Taylor. And I'm Christian, and today we're having a doctor react to some of surfing's worst injuries. Yeah, so we have a guest speaker today, Dr. Juliet Murray. Thank you for being here today with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. So what's kind of cool about Juliet is she is also my girlfriend, <laughs> but she's also a doctor. <laughs> so um, this is a pretty laid-back fun episode, but we're going to get a lot of information. So that's really exciting. Uh, before we get into this episode, please leave a five-star review. Follow us on all of our social medias at The Blue Podcast. And if you want access to other exclusive content, consider supporting us on our Patreon and join The Blue Club. Yes, join The Blue Club. Perfect. Okay, so now that we did our intro spiel, Juliet, tell us a little bit about, or should I call you Dr. Murray? <laughs> Yeah, call me uh, doctor. Either okay, call me doctor. <laughs> okay, uh, Doctor Murray, um, could you please uh, give us a, just a little overview on your background? All right, so a little background about me: I am a recent graduate. I just received my doctorate of chiropractic from uh, a school in Northern California. I got to spend time during my uh, preceptorship, which is kind of like a residency at the VA hospital so I got to see some really intense cases. I worked with different um, doctors such as physical therapists, of course chiropractors, um, some pain management doctors, uh, neurosurgeons, spinal surgeons, you name it. I kind of was working under a lot of people, got exposure to just some crazy cases. So when Taylor asked me to talk about surf injuries, I thought why not we can uh we can do it and i can jump on this especially since i'm not a surfer <laughs> perfect and that's actually what i wanted to talk to you about is you are not a surfer so these are kind of fun injuries because d would you say i mean you saw the injuries that were going over you saw the x-rays um do they look like regular athletic injuries or do they look specific to possibly surfing like um I don't know, like, when I think of surfing, I think of, like, shark attacks. And <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, when I think of surfing, I think of um, probably, like, ankle injuries, knee injuries. Mm. I'm sure, you know, the biggest thing, I always think of Blue Crush when she, like, went underwater and hit her head. So, um probably a lot of concussions, a lot of neck injuries. You know, I wouldn't be surprised how many uh, surfers probably, you know, have some sort of whiplash injury, which could cause. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> which hey, could hey cause. Me too. Yeah. It's pretty common. Yeah. Like, yeah. I definitely feel like that's probably one of the biggest things coming out of surfing with injuries. Okay. Well, um, thank you for that, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so we have collected two surfing injuries um one is the infamous kelly slater foot injury um that happened at the j bay open the corona right was it the corona yeah, j bay was, open yeah before his heat or like like a free surf before his heat or something like that yeah so yeah. um do you want to go over that a little bit krish um so we prepared two uh, pretty well-known injuries that happened for Jules. 
Um, so she's going to look at these two over. The first one happened in uh, 2017 during the J-Bay Open. Um, it happened to Kelly Slater, which is kind of random because everyone thinks Kelly's like invincible. He's the guy. He's like, you know, 11-time world champ. Yeah, he's, he's a indestructible. Goat. Yeah, it's weird. So uh, he had kind of like a freak foot injury during a free surf before like the morning before his heat uh, so what happened was he pulled into a j-bay barrel and the whitewash bounced his board back into his foot as it was closing out and just all the pressure went to his metatarsals and they like his foot broke in weird places and then he released the x-ray and everyone like freaked out about it. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was super crazy. And I remember he, he released a quote saying that he remembered his foot folded in half. Yeah, like folded backwards or something in the middle of his foot. Oh, that's yeah. so terrifying. Okay, so um, we have the x-ray here. And uh, I guess, could you break this down for us? Could you just ex explain exactly what... Um, happened to his foot here. All right, so this is actually a really fun injury because I believe it was in one of my many radiology classes where um, my professor pulled this picture up for us when we were learning about just different injuries that occur with the foot. So anyone that looks at this, you can see how severe his fractures are. Um, he fractured his third and fourth metatarsal shaft. Um, I mean, when you look at it, it looks really bad, but to be honest, that type of fracture, it can typically heal pretty good so that he can get back in the water. Um, the thing about this injury though, and I don't, you can't really tell that well in this picture, but I remember my, uh, radiology professor talking about it because all of our eyes, when you look at it, you just look at the fracture, but you don't see kind of the worst part about this injury and that's that he has a Liz Frank um, injury which you have in between your um, middle so I don't I guess I shouldn't give foot anatomy but no, you should you want you want me to give, yeah do it. it okay I so, think you should <laughs> I don't really know so you have like five metatarsals he uh, you know fractured two of the five those metatarsals come down and you have three cuneiforms where your first, second, and third metatarsal uh, meet with the cuneiforms, and then your fourth and fifth metatarsal meet with the cuboid bone. So there's all these different bones in your foot. I don't know how to explain it without like showing a picture, but uh, mm -hmm. basically a Liz Frank ligament that attaches the medial cuneiform and the second metatarsal. So it's a strong ligament. And what happens, and this is actually a pretty common injury, but what he did was he tore his Liz Frank um, ligament, and that ends up causing a lot of instability in the foot. And so basically that's where his surgery was needed. And... Clearly, he probably, I, I don't, I didn't look at what he ended up getting done. So he probably clearly had surgery, especially on that ligament. They probably, you know, put the fra fractures together, casted the foot. I'm not a surgeon, so that's not my specialty. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, it looks bad. 
the parts that looked bad actually weren't as bad as everyone thought it was. But I do remember this picture. I probably, as soon as you showed me this picture, I, I knew it was Kelly Slater because I remembered it from class. But yeah, pretty bad. A lot of rehab. So you're saying Yikes. that the the worst part of this injury is at the base of his feet? So the worst part of the injury doesn't even have to do with the break that he that you can see in here. So this is the third and fourth uh, metatarsal. So the worst part w- had to do with the second metatarsal and the medial cuneiform because that ligament that holds them together tore and then the whole, basically you can just think the whole foot doesn't ha- isn't stable. Okay, so how bad is this injury? I mean, he needs surgery. Okay. So I don't, I don't really know. It's, it's like, it's, it's a, like anytime you look at the foot, if there's something that's broken, especially one of the metatarsals, you need to look at that Liz Frank joint and see, is there gapping, which could indicate a tear, what else needs to be done when it comes to surgery. So you said a lot of rehab. Um, Kelly Slater was approximately out for six months, I believe. Right, Christian? So they, they projected it to be a four to six month recovery. But he was surfing pipeline after four months. Nice. So, so the good yeah. thing about professional athletes <laughs> that they get the best of the best. So I'm sure he was just constantly um, getting rehab done on it and just trying to get out there as quickly as he could. Mm-hmm. So would you say That's that crazy. that was safe for that to happen? I mean, I, I know that athletes do get the best of the best. Um because they have to get back out there for their job and everything. But do you think that that's the safest option for, you know, a tear or a break like this to kind of rush their uh, recovery? I wouldn't say it was rushing his recovery. I mean, if they're saying four to six months and he did it in four, he just, you know, had the best team behind him, I'm sure. It's kind of how it usually is with athletes. Usually if they give you the worst situation, they come out before that timeline. Oh, I didn't know Hmm. that. Do you think... If he, like, if it was a different athlete, like, doing, like, like football or soccer or basketball, if, like, recovery time would have been prolonged at all? Because, like, I feel like in those, like, land sports, I guess, there's, like, more impact on the foot. Yeah, I mean, if it was soccer, I would definitely say this is an injury that you'd be out for a while because, you know, clearly you use your feet. Surfing, you're still using your foot. I also don't know if, like there's a di- i'm assuming yeah with your like weight shifts of your foot there's a difference between which one you put as your front foot and which one for your back mm-hmm. that'd be just my guess with movement um but probably football is about the same unless you're a kicker uh football and surfing i'm sure just because your your feet like for surfers you guys have to be you, you probably have more awareness with your feet than most athletes do just because of that weight shift that you have to do versus so- like you know versus running you don't think about it you just put your weight you know if you're feeling a wave and I don't, I don't know the right terminology but <laughs> when you're when you pop up uh you have to be aware of that weight shift and so i'm sure for him when he was getting back he probably had a hard time with just kind of like he might have been babying how much weight he was putting on that foot He's still mm-hmm. able to surf, but he, he has to make sure that he still has those strong foot muscles and all those intrinsic muscles. It's really important to keep that strength up and especially for that weight shifts or those weight shifts. Yeah. I couldn't imagine wow. okay. going back out after breaking my foot like that. I know. Surfing with a with a bum ankle. 
<laughs> it's like hard enough. So I don't know how this guy. <laughs> did this. Surfing with a stubbed toe is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Kelly Slater. He's got to get back out there. Yeah, got to make his millions. Exactly. Okay, so um, we have one more injury that we'd like you to kind of uh, diagnose. Is that? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say like prognose, but I don't think that's correct. Diagnose. Okay. So um, this surfer is Dusty Payne. I have his signature fins. But (laughs) Christian, um, (laughs) do you want to go over the injury? Sure. Um, Dusty Payne, Hawaiian local. Um, one of Hawaii's best, he, he was taking a big wave, um, at, uh, at backdoor, which is the right-handed side of pipeline, which is usually like the shallower wave that you want to go on, which calls for like heavier barrels. Um, and it it makes for sick photos, obviously, obviously, (laughs) obviously, obviously. Um, so what happened to him was he was paddling for the wave he stood up and the wave sucked out from underneath his board so what happened was somehow it just got super shallow really quick and he wasn't expecting it and that caused the uh the side of his board to drop and just kind of kind of like turn awkwardly like really quickly so he said he ended up falling on the face of the wave the wave picked him up sucked him up like to the top of the wave and just threw him head first into the shallow section of the reef. Um, and then he ended up fracturing his skull, broken jaw, ended up in ICU for 12 days, five hour surgery. And yeah, the x-rays did not look pretty. So essentially this guy had the same fall as what you were talking about earlier with blue crush yeah. but the opposite side of the wave so he was surfing pipeline but he wasn't going left he was going right and that's a more shallower wave so it gets heavy and shallow where pipe you have um a little bit of more of a longer wave mm-hmm. um and it's you know whatever anyways um so could you explain to us kind of what is going on with his x-ray and what you kind of imagine happened underwater what i imagine happened underwater well, i don't know <laughs> like clearly got hit um yeah so this is actually <laughs> god damn it <laughs> um so this is something that like i hope i never see because i wouldn't even know how it would help like at least with kelly slater when it comes to you know chiropractors we help with extremities anything with the face like you know, unless it's TMJ pain, I'm not going to see anything (laughs) like this. Um, but yeah, so what I'm looking at, I'm looking at, it's, it's not even an x-ray. I think it's just a, like a 3d of the skull and the surgeon explained what was done, but, um, he has clearly had a break in his frontal bone, which your frontal bone is your forehead. Uh, so he has a break there and, you know, all of these, he probably, they had plate and screws in to put these bones together. Your skull, like, you got to think of, your skull is hard. Like, to break your mm-hmm. skull, he, he must have definitely, like, hit hit the ground, hit hit a rock. Like, this is this is rough to get this, this type of injury. Um, but the next break that he has, it's uh, your maxilla bone, which is the bone, like, right next to your nose, basically, like your cheekbone. 
that bone isn't as hard as your skull, um, like your frontal bone, but definitely still has uh, had to get plates and screws to fix that. Uh, I'm curious because that's where your, like your eye socket, so your orbital bone, uh, it, it makes the orbital bone one of the bones. And so I don't know if he had any like eye problems from this. I'm sure they went in there just to make sure that bone didn't go into his eye at all. Could have oh. happened um, just by looking oh. at it. So hopefully he didn't have any eye surgery or anything from that. And then he has two breaks in his jaw, which is his uh, mandibular bone. And so, jaw, you know, like a jaw break, I've seen that. I'm sure he had to get his, uh, what, his like jaw wired and he probably went to the dentist to get some oral surgery done as well. I'm sure this this injury in general, it's it's not pretty. It's definitely not pretty. So, and I think what there's also the CT scan. So the 3D C CT scan, um, and it also looks like he has a break in his hyoid bone from the picture. Just as a non-doctor bystander, it looks like he broke like his fucking Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean this is super intense if, if you're asking me what happened underwater like this is he he hit his head hard he hit his his face hard clearly i couldn't even imagine how many surgery you said he was in surgery for five hours right yeah for five hours yeah this is i mean and and this poor guy probably had a pretty severe concussion um just kind of like the implications from this i would be I mean, how long did it take him to get back? Um, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> um, you were saying that I, it, I, it, he was injured on the 7th or the 9th of the month, and then he completely blacked out for like three weeks, right? Oh, did yeah, you say that? Like, where he had absolute no memory? Yeah, he had no recollection of what happened. Yeah, until like the 25th. For the whole time. Yeah, and as far as like his time like back in the water, I don't know. This injury isn't something where it's like, oh, you need, I mean, yes, he's going to need rehab when it comes to like eating again and, and getting his, like his face is going to hurt for a while. But like, this is kind of something where it's not like with the foot or if he had a knee injury in terms of like a ton of rehab for this, for the sport. But I'm sure mentally, this was probably a huge mental thing for him that he had to, you know, he wasn't just seeing surgeons. He was going and talking to somebody about like, so that he can, he can get back in the water. And I know you guys, you guys are all um, daredevils and nothing scares surfers. Well, that's not necessarily <laughs> true. I mean, I feel like for the most part, especially if you're a professional surfer, like, you know, bad injuries have happened for them. But this is definitely something that probably just, it's more of like a mental block for him, even though his face hurt and he definitely needed some rehab. It wasn't necessarily rehab to get him back on the board. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he would be able to come back from that, which he did. They like they released a video about it, about how he's like pretty much back to 100 percent as far as like a surfing ability and confidence goes. I mean, I know for me, when I like when I hurt my neck a couple months ago, I was sketched out just paddling yeah. and I just like kinked my neck a little bit. So for him to be out there, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure he had like a sports psychologist who was just constantly like every night before he went to sleep, he probably had to like imagine himself back on the water and just kind of like face his fear. Um, oh, jeez. You know, so nothing. I mean, it's it's kind of like the same thing. When you have a severe injury, 
you know, you can think about it, the fear with surfing would probably be the fear of, like, somebody coming back from a shark attack as well, you know? Same thing. Mm-hmm. The The hardest part is the mental aspect of just not being scared and not worried, especially what he went through. This is not, like, a fun thing. I think what I just read, 11 weeks with his jaw shut. Yeah, his oh. jaw wired. So, oh, I mean, geez. poor guy didn't even get, like, real food. He was... You know, nothing's fun about that. So I'm sure in his mind, it's just like, I wouldn't want any that to happen again because I don't want to go through that. That's crazy. So uh, good news is both surfers are back in the water, doing what they love, doing their thing. So even though these were very traumatic injuries um, for not only the surfers, but for the people that saw the x-rays and the CT scans. Is this a CT scan? Yeah, it's a 3D CT it's a 3d ct scan okay um so we are happy to report that all the surfers are okay that they're they're back to normal um but yeah we really appreciate you you know hopping on here with us and taking a look at some of these injuries and just going over everything um we had a couple more questions we wanted to ask you outside of these injuries um what is the importance of chiropractic care uh, for surfers? Um, yeah, so chiropractic care is good for, I would say, any athlete, especially surfers. You guys um, put your bodies through a lot. You know, clearly just looking at those injuries, I know that they were very severe injuries. But, um, I mean, you can just, just imagine the some of the pain you guys go through just to get up on those waves chiropractic you know i'll give you my little elevator speech so (laughs) you can if if the listeners don't know what chiropractic care is it's a hands-on holistic approach to helping and just to helping uh, manage and treat pain so chiropractors they're looking for areas of restriction in the spine or your extremities Uh, they use an adjustment that if you were to look up chiropractic on YouTube, a ton of chiropractors are posting their adjustments, so you hear that crack. But basically, all that is, it's just manipulation to restore joint function. Um, And then also, we do muscle work, which is very beneficial. You guys have a lot of tight muscles. Um, Just kind of, what, like I said, what you're putting your body through, chiropractic care can just help relieve that, get your body moving better, Um, movement is key the end of the day movement is what we're focusing on so basically just helping you move better and helping you feel better so that you can go out and surf the best that you can surf awesome thanks for that one more story before we go before we let her go uh do you want to tell us the time that you surfed in hawaii (laughs) oh yes it's legendary so I am a wimp and I don't really like the cold. So even though California to most people is warm, it's warm weather. To me, I view the Pacific Ocean very cold. Uh, But Taylor and I went to Hawaii and I was like, yes, I got this. It's warm weather. Let's go surfing. I only ever really surfed when I was younger in Hawaii (laughs) when I was 10. And then I was back there. I don't know. How old was I? 26. Um... And so we went, where did we go? We went to Maui, the north side of Maui. Yeah, but where were we surfing? Wasn't it like a big spot or something? Yeah, we went to Hukipa. Okay, so we went there. And 
um, the whole time I was getting taken out by waves or I wasn't um, paddling hard enough to catch the waves. And I just allowed Taylor to go off and be the pro that she is and actually surf instead of worrying about me. But I was pretty determined. And so I was closer to the shore. Taylor was farther back. Um, And all of a sudden, this wave, I was like, I got this. And this wave comes, it, it takes me out. And I'm like holding onto the side of the board. And I'm like, just like, like going in circles, holding my board, uh, just rolling. And I was like, I got up and I was out of breath. And I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> this is- you know, what was funny is you were on the inside and there was just a ton of reef. So you were actually in the most dangerous spot. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was the best place yeah (laughs) and uh so what happened was as soon as I like got up and took a breath I looked behind me and another wave was coming and I was like Mm. screw it and I just I just went for it and I stood up and I like surfed basically all the way in I felt like a badass and uh I think you saw me right you were you saw that? Not, of not course, when it took me out. Of course I saw <laughs> oh, you. Oh, so you just told me that. <laughs> you just told me that. Did you see me winking, Christian? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think I got like one other wave that trip and uh, then I called it a day. I'm more of like the cheerleader on the beach that watches Taylor surf. I'm the support system. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess... My last question would be, would you ever go surfing again after that experience? <laughs> yeah, of course I'd go surfing again. I enjoy it. I just like, I feel bad because I like am stubborn and I want to ride your short board and you keep telling me the only board I should learn on is a long board. So it's more so like my stubbornness, like in my head, I imagine that I'm really good because I'm good at skateboarding, but like water is very different than concrete and snow because I snowboard as well. Um, so of course I'd go again. I hope it's in Hawaii. So it's nice warm weather. So just take me on a trip. <laughs> it's warm now, Jules. Uh, that sounds, yeah, it's, that sounds like an invite, Christian. Should we take her to a surf trip? Yeah, we're going to go. Just us two. Bali? Yeah, we're going to Bali. <laughs> just you two. <laughs> She's a surfer now, so you're taking her. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for tuning in with us and um, just guesting today. We really appreciated all of your stories and your um, medical information, and we wish you the best. Uh, Congratulations on your new degree as a doctor. That's really exciting. Uh, We hope to have you on at another time in the future, but yeah, we, we can't thank you enough for guesting today. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. Hopefully I sounded okay. I give you guys props for this podcast. (laughs) This is the first time I've been talking in a mic. Um, But anyway, yeah, thank you guys for having me. Like I mentioned, you know, I'm glad I don't get to see these types of cases. Maybe Kelly Slater, but not Dusty Payne. This is painful just to watch. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) Painful. Oh my God, I just got that. Okay. Anyway, I'm really glad that I got to be here. I'm glad I got to contri- uh, contribute to your guys' podcast, even though I'm not a water baby like you guys. So thank you guys for having me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. All right. Well, uh, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for your support. 
And uh, we hope to see you out in the water safely. And we'll see you all later. Later. Yeah.